1420 WBSM presents Ray Lance of the USA Wealth Group. It's time to get your finances in order. MoneyWise starts now. Happy New Year, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to MoneyWise. MoneyWise is brought to you every Sunday morning, as you know, by USA Wealth Group. And Happy New Year to everybody, and Happy New Year to Attorney Michael Coleman. Happy New Year. So, Mike, I have my first quotation of the New Year. Are you ready? I am. Okay, this is from an unknown person. I can't believe it's been a year since I didn't become a better person. Jeez. <laughs> which is the spirit of New Year's resolutions, isn't it? Certainly it certainly is, yes. <laughs> um, now, I wonder if you know, ladies and gentlemen, that New Year's resolutions actually have their origin in various religions in the world, all the way back to the Roman time. Uh, the Romans believed that at the end of every year, the beginning of the new year, you needed to take time to reflect on what you had done in the prior year and think about what you want to do in the new years. We're going to talk a little bit about that today and the concept of making New Year's resolutions basically is related to how do you improve yourself, self-improvement. But it does have its origins in uh, various religions. The Romans began making New Year's promises every year to the god Janus. And Janus, if you don't know, has two faces, one facing forward and one facing backwards. Remember that? No, I don't. Oh, you didn't know that? Okay. <laughs> well, I'm teaching everybody something new today. The god Janus in Roman times had two faces, and they believed that you had to look backwards to see what you had done, but you also had to look forward. Hmm. So, so that's appropriate for January. You're it is. That's the origin of the word January. Right. Yep. Right. Um, of course, back in my early days, many, many decades ago, I was also a sort of a student of Latin. Huh. But Latin is a great language. Mm. And um, it's the origin of uh, the derivation of most of our English words. Interesting. I never took Latin. I was a French hmm. person. Well, French actually is a a language that's based in that area, too. But I'm going to stop right there because okay. I'm not an expert on <laughs> this subject. But in uh, medieval times, uh, the knights took something called a peacock vow at the end of the Christmas season, and it was to reaffirm their commitment to chivalry. Hmm. So I think we need more chivalry in the world today, don't I you, I agree, Mike? yes. Yeah. <laughs> Manners. I mean, don't you think there's a lot more rudeness today than there ever used to be? Unfortunately, yeah. Especially, you see it a lot driving. People get behind the wheel yeah. of their car, and they just feel like they're in their little isolated They are box. the aggressors. Yes. I want to do a whole show sometime on just uh, the driving habits of people from Massachusetts. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think it's specific to Massachusetts, unfortunately. No, probably not. But um, many uh, people in the Christian religion used to have something called watch night services, and they would prepare for the year ahead by praying and making various resolutions in the uh, Jewish tradition, uh, Yom Kippur is the Day of Atonement. It's a time to reflect on your wrongdoings over the past year and look for forgiveness. So the interesting thing is we think about making New Year's resolutions, and it's not just about losing weight and stopping smoking and mm. all the other things that people talk about. But the derivations of New Year resolutions um, is in various forms of religion, hmm. and not just one religion, but virtually every single religion. Interesting. Of course, now it's a secular time, isn't it? It is, yeah. It's so. more about drinking and partying. and <laughs> Drinking and partying. Well, I was asleep before the New Year, so I didn't see the yeah. New Year's ring in this year. 
I managed to stay up for about 10 minutes past midnight. Yeah, I used to do that, too. <laughs> but don't you find, I, you know, I watched a little bit of some of the New Year shows. They become worse and worse every year. Yeah. I mean, I just this, think they're really tacky. This year it was pouring in uh, New York. Yep. And I guess they weren't allowed to bring umbrellas into Times Square. Oh, really? They were all soaked <laughs> during the uh, broadcast. Well, it must have been something related to the medical business. Yeah. Everybody catches colds and so forth. <laughs> so let's talk about New Year's resolutions. And um, Attorney Michael Coleman uh, is with Lance Law, Inc., uh, 352 Fonts Corner Road in Dartmouth. And as you know, I'm also in the same building. And we are affiliated with USA Wealth Group and Arbor Insurance Brokerage. And, Mike, you do mostly estate planning and real estate work and trust administration and things Correct. of that nature. Yeah, we meet with people when they want to set up either wills or trusts. We do you know, powers of attorney. We do probate work. If someone passes away with assets in their name alone, we can do a probate for the estate. Uh, we also do real estate transactions, as you mentioned, so many times you know, children want to sell a house when someone's passed away, so we can help with that. Well, Mike, I need to ask you a question. Do you believe in the concept of self-improvement? Absolutely. Sure. I mean, you work out, you go to the gym, right? Yeah. You exercise on a regular basis? Yep. I try to do some form of exercise every single day. I don't always make it, but I try to do something every single day yeah. and make it a little bit different every day. I like to get outside as much as possible. This past uh, New Year's Day was actually really warm. Mm-hmm. I went for a hike out in Dartmouth, which was great. Yep. I saw a lot of people going down to beaches. and Yeah. I saw a lot of cars parked at the areas where there are walkways, uh, nature walkways. Yeah, it was beautiful. So it was a great day to be out, wasn't it? Yep. Like a breath of spring. Yeah. Now we're going to get pummeled. <laughs> now we're going to get pummeled, yes. Um, so do you know what a New Year's resolution is? Yes. Tell me. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's a promise to yourself to do something better for the new year. Okay. Well, also a New Year's resolution is something that goes in one year and out the other. <laughs> Unfortunately, that's true for many people. Yeah, it is. I think a lot of people make unrealistic goals and try and do things too quickly. You know, working out, um, people will, you see the gyms packed in January, mm-hmm. and then as time goes on, it gets sure. less and less. I think they try and uh, work out too hard maybe and then hurt themselves or just make an unrealistic goal. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that uh, from what I've read, the most profitable time of year for weight loss clinics and gyms is the beginning of the year because right. everybody thinks I'm going to exercise and get in shape. I'm going to lose weight. Right. And they don't stick with it very long, do they? No, they don't. So I, I know, Mike, that you're a fairly disciplined person because I know that you do go to the gym regularly and exercise regularly. Yeah, I try. So I'm going to ask you a question. I think I already know the answer. Do you actually make New Year's resolutions? I don't. Not anymore. No? Not anymore? No. no. You're you're beyond that stuff? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I feel like you should just try and live the entire year, you know, the right way. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's my resolution is to be consistent. Well, if you want to have some fun, here's what you do on New Year's Eve. Just before midnight, you order a pizza. And then you say, I'm going to order a pizza five minutes before the New Year's. And when it arrives, I'll say, I ordered this damn pizza a year ago. <laughs> it's like everyone leaving the office on the New Year's Eve saying, I'll see you next year. <laughs> yep, it is. Well, let's talk about, uh, we've talked about why the, the history of New Year's resolutions, which has its origins in various religions and Roman times and so forth. 
Um, I guess there's really three main areas that we want to focus on today. And I've done a lot of reading and research, and this is not just us and because we're doing this program, but uh, everything I've read says that the number one priority for doing um, resolutions ought to be in the area of estate planning. If you don't have an estate plan, you ought to do that. The number two area as a generality would be finances. People want to improve their finances in various ways. And the number three reason always relates to health, whether it's smoking or drinking or um, losing weight or Mm -hmm. exercising, whatever it happens to be. So here's some interesting statistics, however. Um, One of the top resolutions has always been to save more money. 48% of people tend to put that down uh, or pay down debt. Maybe 29% of the people do that or to spend less money. But one of the things that we talk about all the time in the office is if you want to do these things, don't do it in a vacuum. You need to start with a budget. And if you want a budget form, give our office a call at 508-998-8858. No obligation, no cost. We'll send you a budget, no questions. Just call in, give us your address, and we'll mail it to you. Right. And at least start with a budget this year. If you are more of a computer person, then for 30 bucks you can buy something from Staples or Office Max. You can buy a software program that will allow you to track all of your expenses. And if you really want to save money or invest money or make more money or put money aside for retirement, you need to have a plan. And whether it's starting with your budget plan or tracking all of your expenses, which I think is really important, um, then you have to uh, you have to have a budget. I think it's really important to have a budget too because then you sit down in writing exactly where all the money is going. And a lot of times... When you do that, you find out that you're spending a lot more than you thought you were on everyday things. Like, for instance, I go to Dunkin' Donuts every morning and get an iced coffee, and that's $3 every morning. Mm. It's, you know, it adds up. Over well, that's $15 a week. Yeah, it's worth it for me. But, you know, it's little things like that where yeah. when you put it in writing, you actually realize how much you're spending. Mm-hmm. Well, $15 a week times 50 weeks is... That's a lot. That's a lot. Let's see. <laughs> It's about seven hundred and fifty dollars a year. Yeah, yeah. That's a lot of money when you think about it. I got it. a gift card for Christmas, so I'm covered for a little bit. <laughs> Good. <laughs> maybe we need to wean you off coffee, Mike. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> well, let's talk about um, estate planning for just a minute. Um, for many people, estate planning is the number one priority because it's something very concrete, very specific you can do. It doesn't cost a huge amount of your money, but, boy, it sure saves a lot of aggravation for your family and saves a lot of money for your family. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of people think that estate planning should be number one top priority. It's not something that's just for wealthy people or rich people. Um, It can impact every single person who's listening today. It can also be useful while you're living, while you're still alive, because you're going to create documents in connection with your will or your trust, like powers of attorney and health care proxies and things like that. Correct, yeah. The durable power of attorney that we do is a document that names an agent to pay bills for someone or to manage property while they're alive. Mm-hmm. So if they're incapacitated, can't do that on their own, then you can name an agent to do that for you. And if you don't have that in place, there's a, a possibility of probate court. So that would be the guardianship process or the conservatorship process. Um, so by executing that one document, you can avoid those those probate court involvement. Mm-hmm. 
Well, Brad Paisley, who is one of my favorite country singers, said, Tomorrow is the first blank page of a 365-page book. Write a good one. So a lot of people have signed in on the topic of planning, but estate planning is critically important. It is. If you don't have it, then your family is simply not protected. It's that simple. Just one good example of what you mentioned before. It's not just for the rich. It absolutely is not. And one of the reasons that we advocate doing even a will, if you don't want to do a trust, many times a trust is uh, more useful, but even a will can be really, really critical because I've gone through a few situations in the recent past where uh, someone passed away without a will, and mm-hmm. there was real estate. And when you don't have a will, not only do you have to do a probate to get the real estate sold, but you also have to get a license to sell from the probate court. Whereas if there is a will, just saying, I hereby give my you know personal representative or executor the authority to sell my real estate, that license to sell would not be needed. So it can take, what, 60, 90 days just to get a personal representative appointed in yeah, your normally state? Yeah, we would have to do a formal probate, which takes usually a couple months to get a, a person appointed as a executor. And then the license to sell, normally that's fairly quick, but it can hold up a closing if you're looking to close on a property you know, quickly. So if you want to sell real estate, so the first step is you'd have to go through and get a personal representative appointed, and that takes a few months. Mm-hmm. And then after that, you'd have to apply for a license to sell because you can't Correct. do them at the same time, right? Right. You have to apply for the license af- after someone's been appointed by the probate court. And that gets advertised in the newspaper? Yeah, it's a public process. Um, everyone can go into the probate court and see what's going on. I'm actually going through one right now where there was a reverse mortgage on a house. And the reverse mortgage company wants to get paid mm-hmm. the money back. Usually within one year, they need to get paid off. Yeah, yeah. So we need to get someone appointed. We'll have to get a license to sell from the probate court. And we have to do this, you know, in coordination with the reverse mortgage company to make sure that they are on board and know what's happening. And also in coordination with the real estate broker who's selling the property. Yep. Exactly. So there's a lot of steps involved, and if you haven't made uh, a plan of some kind, um, then it's just going to cost your family a lot more money. It's going to take a lot more time. Right. So make an appointment. Make this your first resolution of 2019. Make an appointment to go see attorney Michael Coleman. And uh, what's your phone number, Mike? You can call us at 508-998-8800. We're also on, uh, online at lancelawinc.com if you want to visit our website. So, Mike, as you've just said, um, it's not just for when you die, but it's also for when you're living. Like uh, creating a power of attorney is one of the documents you do along with the will or with the trust. Absolutely. Also, a health care power of attorney is a very important document to have. If If someone's in the hospital and they can't make their own medical decisions, the agent named in that health care power of attorney or health care proxy, it's the same thing, would be the one to make decisions for them. So, again, without that in place, you'd have to go to the probate court and potentially be appointed guardian or conservator, and that can be, you know, it's a public process, like you mentioned. So, Now, if somebody just wants to know what the steps are, Mike, um, I assume you've got checklists and articles talking about the estate planning process that somebody could Absolutely. call and request a copy and you'd send it to them. Mm-hmm. Give us a call or email us. Let us know what you're looking for. Um, our consultations are free, so if you want to come in and sit down and go over things, usually we sit down for an hour, hour and a half. We can do that. It's a free consultation, so give us a call if you'd like to do that. And what if somebody has already done a will or done a trust? Can you change them? Absolutely. Um, 
Trusts are a little bit tricky, so I don't want to say that you can always change a trust. Mm -hmm. A joint trust normally becomes irrevocable when the first of spouses passes away, so that's a little bit more tricky. You can always execute a new will, though, so if you want to come in and talk about that, we'd be happy to do that. And let's say somebody has already done a trust. Um, I guess it's important to make sure that they title their assets in the name of the trust, too. Yep, you want to fund the trust is what it's called. So you want to get your real estate into the trust. You want to fund your bank accounts into the trusts, investment accounts. Again, that's sort of tricky because retirement accounts wouldn't go into a trust, but some assets would. So that's something we always discuss with people when they come in. Good. So make an appointment to see attorney Michael Coleman. You know, the most important message we want to give you today is that it's a brand new year. It's full of brand new possibilities. There's lots of things that you can do to uh, protect your family, help your family, improve your life. And this is the time of year when people typically reflect on uh, doing these things. So year-end estate planning is critically important. Um, it's also important to think about your finances, and it's important to make resolutions. I wonder how many people listening today know what their credit score is. And I wonder if you know that you can go into freecreditscore.com and get your credit score. Mm -hmm. Well, one of your goals maybe should be to think about how do I improve my credit score? We've got articles that can tell you how to do that. Uh, We're happy to explain it to you. If you can increase your credit score, it means when you go to buy a car, you're going to have to pay a lower interest rate than you would if you had a lower credit score. So a high credit score translates into being able to borrow money more cheaply, and that's important. A lot of people say, well, I want to reduce my debt. I want to pay off my credit cards. I want to be debt-free because I spend a lot of money every month paying credit card debt. Well, we'd like to encourage you to think about don't just say, I want to reduce my debt. I want to pay off my debt. You have to have something very specific. You have to have uh, something to say, I want to pay an extra $25 a week and pay down my credit cards. Or every time my credit card payment comes due, I'm going to pay not only the minimum, I'm going to pay an extra $100 on the balance, whatever it happens to be. But you've got to get very specific about it. Same thing is true with retirement savings. Um, most Americans are simply not prepared for retirement. That means you have to be prepared to live very poorly when you retire, or you have to be prepared to work a lot longer. And don't just make a general rule or general plan to say, I'm going to save more money, or I'm going to spend less money, or buy coffee every other day or something of that nature. <laughs> you got a small instead of a medium. That's a good one. Yeah. That's, <laughs> see, now how much would you save if you got a small one instead of a medium one? It's probably a dollar less, I would think. So that's five bucks a week. Yeah. yeah. So five times five is, that's $250 a year, that's Michael. right, right. <laughs> Maybe you could water it down. <laughs> no, Try that. No, just kidding. But um, in the area of finances, there are just so many things that we can help you do. Uh, The fact is that most people, when they make resolutions, don't keep them. And I suggest that the most important reason is because you don't write them down. So at the beginning of the hour, we talked about the fact that you need to have a budget. It's really hard to say, I want to save money, if you don't know where you're spending money. So we can give you that budget form, as I've mentioned. Give us a call at 508-998-8858. We'll be more than happy to send you a budget form. Budget America, everybody should have a budget, and it will increase your chances of achieving your financial goals. I know some people, Mike, 
um, and I've had some in my office just recently who are planning to retire. I'm working on a very complicated plan for somebody right now who's got a, a four-year and a five-year strategy for retiring. And he's calculated exactly what his budget is. Then he's calculated how much money, extra money, he's putting aside right now. And he's also putting aside extra money to pay his mortgage off so that when he retires, he won't have a mortgage to pay at all, mm-hmm. which means his income will, um, his income needs will be less. Um, and my job is to go through his very detailed calculations and tell him if it looks good, if it's accurate, where can he make a different change. Um, but this is a person who's truly thought through everything that he's doing. The only one variable that you can't predict in his calculations so far is what kind of interest rate is he going to earn on his money. And so we're talking about some of the aspects of that as well. But what I told him is I said, when I meet with people in my office, probably fewer than 5% of the people I meet with really have a good, strong sense about where their money is going, what they're spending, where it's invested. And people look very quickly at their uh, 401K statements or their retirement statements and don't really understand them. Well, that's one of the things we can help you do. Get a good start in 2019. Uh, Let us help you uh, put your budget together. Let us help you talk about a retirement plan for you. And these are things that we can do. Yeah, I see that a lot in what I do, too. Um, even the most organized people who have outlines of all their assets and statements and everything, if they pass away, their kids still have trouble finding everything and figuring out, you know, what bank accounts they had and, you know, the most recent statements. And many times it's, you know, people don't keep track of those things. They don't have everything organized. So then the kids have to go and shuffle through all the papers and different boxes and try and figure out exactly what they have. So, it is good to have things written down, and maybe the budget would help you know, kids and heirs figure things out as well. And one of the things we like to say in our office also is pay yourself first. Um, make sure your estate plan is in order, but pay yourself first. And that simply means if you have a pay check every week where you can put money aside in savings, do it. Um, that's called paying yourself first. Put something aside. If you put something small aside to start with, $10 a week, $25 a week, um, and have it go into a savings plan, an investment plan, uh, the people that I've seen over the years that have been most successful have been people who've done that from the time they first started to work, and they do it every single week on a steady, regular basis. And then when you can afford to, uh, then you increase the amount and you make it a little bit larger. Right. That's how you save money. Mm-hmm. And um, if you can do sort of an automatic... Uh, deposit or something that might help too because yes having to do that yourself every week you know can be a bit much yeah i've never been a real big fan on automated banking but boy it sure makes a difference if you tell the bank put aside x dollars every single week into right. a savings account right and you'd be surprised what you have at the end of the year albert einstein once said learn from yesterday live for today hope for tomorrow and it sort of is the epitome of doing new year's resolutions Because you want to think always about not just the fact that you're making a resolution for the sake of making a resolution, but you're thinking about how can you improve your life? Well, the areas you can improve your life are by protecting your family, uh, by improving your finances, and by improving your health. Right. Um, We're going to talk about health in a few minutes, 
And I've got a lot of interesting things to say about health as well. Um, how many people do you know who've been through health crises? Many. <laughs> and how many people that you know who have been through health crises maybe didn't have to be there if they had done just two simple things? Possibly. Watch what they put in their mouth yep. and think about exercising. Right. right. Those two things are amazing. But we want you to pay yourself first. We want you to listen. We're going to come back in just a couple minutes. We're going to talk about some health issues, and we're going to talk about some other ideas for New Year's resolutions. When we come back, we're going to ask you a couple of important questions like, if we were meeting one year from today, what has to have happened in your life for you to have make, made a difference? Mm-hmm. And it's called the, uh, a standard question that you need to ask yourself every year. So stay tuned. We're going to come right back. Welcome back to MoneyWise, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back and Happy New Year to a happy 1919 or 2019. I think I'm a century behind this morning, aren't I? <laughs> and welcome back to Attorney Michael Coleman. Mike, thanks for being here with me this morning. Thank you. You know, it's, it's sort of a fuzzy topic in a way, but it isn't really. It's, I mean, look around you. We can all be critical of other people. Uh, that's a good resolution, isn't it? Yeah. Be how humble. Be, how to be more humble, how to be kinder, how to be more helpful, how to wake up every single day with an attitude of gratitude. Mm-hmm. I've, I've actually tried that myself, um, and I try to practice that. You wake up, you look out the window, and be grateful for the day. See right. something that you can see. Right. So this morning as I started driving uh, into the office, and um, thinking about the day, all of a sudden I saw not just a deer, but I saw a buck go right across the road. Not in front of you, I hope. <laughs> uh, he was about, oh, 200 yards ahead of me. Okay. Um, although yeah. I have had them go right smack in front of my car before. Yeah, I saw someone almost hit a deer. They had to slam on their brakes recently, ran right out in front of them. Yep. And I've had a few run right into the side of my car. Yeah, my daughter had that happen when she was in high school. Yeah. My daughter, Catherine, she had a deer that ran right smack into the side of her, her front fender and dented her fender. Yeah, and yeah. I and told they get her up she, and run away. They're okay. Yeah, they get up and run away. I, I told her she killed Bambi. <laughs> she was in tears. <laughs> They're tough animals. Yeah. We actually called the police to see if there was an injured deer out there, and there wasn't. They just disappear. They yeah. are tough. Yeah, they are. But the other small hint, I guess we could say, is that if you see one deer go flying in front of you, really hit your brakes because yeah. there's probably another one right behind. Yeah, there's always more than one. There's always more than one. They yeah. travel in couples or pairs or whatever. So New Year's resolutions, um, are you giving up anything special for New Year's? No. No? Nope. No. No? Well, we'll talk about some other things that you're going to do for New Year's okay. then. Okay. All right, and I'm going to do the same. So Mark Twain once said, giving up smoking is the easiest thing in the world. I know because I've done it thousands of times. <laughs> I had remembered that quotation. I went out of my way to look for it this morning. and um, But to make a resolution, you have to sit down and think about it a little bit. You have to actually plan. And um, I'll give you one more quotation from Mark Twain. He also said, the secret of getting ahead is getting started. Mm-hmm. If you don't make a beginning, then you're going to be thinking about New Year's resolutions in February. And then you're going to say, oh, you, maybe it's not too late. I can still re- do resolutions right. the 1st of March, can't right. I? right. And start slow. I think that's the best idea. You don't have to do everything all at once. You don't need to get it all done in January. You know, you have the whole year. 
Well, I'm going to give another hint, too, because it's something we try to practice in the office a bit, and that is don't make a list of 10 things that you're going to do differently. You're never going to do them. Mm-hmm. Uh, make a list of 10 things that you think you'd like to change in your life and pick three. Yeah. And only focus on three. And if you can focus on three things only mm-hmm. and uh, work on that, then you're going to be a lot better off. But this is Money Wise, brought to you every week by USA Wealth Group. You can reach us at usawealthgroup.com. You can give us a call at 508-998-8858. We're all about improving your life financially, getting you out of a, a financial jam that you might be involved in, showing you how to make up for some market losses, and different kinds of things that we can help you do, and most importantly, helping you make some new financial resolutions, some new goals for the year. And again, I can give you a list of eight or ten of them. We've talked about it a little bit. Improve your credit score, reduce your debt, put more money aside for retirement, put more money in a savings account, set up a Christmas club so that you will have money for Christmas and you won't have to put it on a credit card, change your spending habits, pick three. Mm-hmm. Don't try to do them all at once. Right, right. What are some of the very specific things you can do to improve your credit score, for example? The easiest one in the world to improve your credit score Pay everything on time. If you have a solid payment history of paying all of your debts on time, mm-hmm. uh, that will pop up your credit score. Right. Second thing you can do, and just in terms of helpful hints for credit scores, is pay down your credit card debt. If you pay down your credit card debt to less than 50% of what the available credit is. So if you have a credit card with a $2,000 available credit, mm-hmm and you've got a $1,200 balance, pay it down to $900. That will, in 30 days, pop up your credit score. If you can get it down to 30%, it's even much, much better. You'll really improve your credit score. Mm -hmm. So try to get your credit cards paid down if you can. And maybe open a new credit card. You get things in the mail all the time from companies offering new credit cards, even if it's not a great interest rate, you'll still... Sometimes that can work. Yeah. Uh, Usually they give you what they call, uh, what we call teaser rates. They'll give you a special rate to begin with, maybe for the first year, and then it'll pop back up higher. But maybe that will allow you to pay down credit card debt to do that. And you'll also increase your available credit. Yes. And just don't use it. Right, exactly. (laughs) But the magic number is 30%. If you can keep your credit card indebtedness below 30% of what you have for available credit, your credit score is going to go up dramatically. Mm-hmm. And that makes it easier to buy a house, to uh, finance a car. Anybody with any credit can finance any car they want. Mm-hmm. Just a question, how much do you want to pay for it? Right. And the better credit score you have, the better interest rate you're going to get on your card. I have a credit card that has a, an app on my phone, so every time I use it, I get a notification on the phone that shows me you know, what I've paid, mm-hmm. and then I set up automatic payment so that the balance is paid off every month. So I'll see, you know, exactly what I did that month. And if the if the payment is too much, then I'm going to cut back a little bit. Yep. Good. Well, you know, when it comes to resolutions, um, the most important resolution you can make is one that you can keep. And so don't make a whole bunch of resolutions. Just, like I said, pick two or three And focus on those. Mm -hmm. Uh, Abraham Lincoln once said, always bear in mind that your own resolution to succeed is more important than any other. 
So you have to have a certain determination that you're going to be successful in what right. you do. So let's talk about some health things. We've mentioned uh, earlier there are a lot of health issues. Um, smoking is one of the worst things you can do for your body. It's one of the hardest things to quit. Mm-hmm. Um, you can tell immediately when somebody comes in the office if they're a smoker. Mm-hmm. First of all, you can smell it. Yeah. Um, and anybody I've ever talked to about smoking has always said they wish they could quit. Right. So maybe you do it in small steps. And cigarettes are really expensive today, like $10 a pack. Are they? Something like that. Yeah. The last time I checked, it was like that. Yep. Hmm. Um, that's a lot of money to spend, isn't it? It is. So what if you smoke two packs a day? Yeah. So maybe you got to figure out to cut back and then finally cut it out. I mean, I'm not an expert on smoking, obviously. But you need to make a start. So let's, let's talk about some health issues. Let's talk about uh, what if you want to lose weight. Mm-hmm. Well... We all have the same issues. Um, our brains have a certain chemistry. Our brains are wired in a certain way. Right. You know, you really want that glass of water with ice cubes in it that yep. you have with you in front of you right now. Yeah. Um, that doesn't appeal to a lot of people. Right. People want <laughs> things that have a taste to them, don't yeah. they? Yeah. But try to drink more water. Right. And um, try not to drink things that have sugar in them as much. Right. So I have a book that I bought at home. I um, I bought for at home. I haven't read it yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's called um, "I Quit Sugar," hmm. and it has this picture of a lady on the front who's really trim and in great shape. And you thought, "Wow, I could look just like her if I <laughs> cut out my sugar." It's so hard to do. Sugar is in so many different things that you don't even realize. It's not just you know stopping putting sugar in your coffee in the morning. It's pretty much everything you eat has sugar in it. So it's you know it's a tough one. You put sugar in your coffee? I do. How much? Uh, two, two tablespoons. Two tablespoons. Okay, well, a little bit less than a tablespoon. Hmm. Well, you're in good shape, Mike. I mean, you're trim okay. and you exercise <laughs> and so forth. But um, what would happen if you try to put one spoonful of sugar? It wouldn't be as sweet. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> so probably twenty years ago, maybe twenty-five years ago, I stopped putting sugar entirely. I yeah. don't put artificial sweetener. I put a little bit of cream in my coffee. I don't like black coffee. Yeah. And other than that, I don't put any sweetener in it. Right. And um, once in a while, I'll pick up my wife's cup of coffee by mistake, mm-hmm. and she has sweetener in hers, and, oh, I just can't stand it. Yeah. So you get used to it. Yeah, the artificial sweeteners are not my cup of tea. No. Yeah, go for the real stuff. <laughs> okay, well said. Well, um <clears throat> Think about how you can cut back on sugar. The problem is everything has sugar. Um, I had a piece of fruit this morning. Mm-hmm. Now, fruit is good for you. And it's yeah. healthy for you. Yeah, that's good sugar. And it's, but it is good sugar. Yeah. Yep. Um, I actually threw away some Christmas candy that yeah. people had given me. That's bad sugar. <laughs> uh, that's bad sugar. But, you know, I sampled it first, and then I said, I can't do this. Yeah, yeah. And when nobody was looking, I just dumped it in the basket. I used to love sweets and desserts when I was younger. I don't do that anymore at all. Mm. I'm not a dessert person. Now, I do like candy, but no dessert for me. Okay. Well, <clears throat> think of what we can do to cut back on sugar. Um, how about sleep? I'm not going to ask you about all your personal habits, Mike, <laughs> but do you think you get enough sleep at night? I do. Okay, yeah. good. Yeah. yeah. Sleep is critically important, mm-hmm. isn't it? And it's sometimes just a function of, 
turn off the TV at an earlier hour and get yourself into bed and read a book or something for a little while. Yeah, they say TV in the bedroom is not a good thing. Right. Um, I know most people have them, but having a TV there, they say you should not watch TV for a while before you try to go to bed. Right. Don't know why, but... And if you're married, it's probably not good for babies either. <laughs> I can't speak to that. No, we can't speak to that. Um, but in any event... Um, Think about the things that you do that you consider to be bad habits and how can you get rid of them that affect your health, whether it's watching TV in bed. They say don't look at your screen. Don't look at your uh, cell phone as the last thing you do before you go to bed. Right. Uh, Don't play computer games at night in bed. Uh, Keep Mm. it someplace else. Bed should be for, for rest, for sleep. But sleep is really important for losing weight, actually. Is it? I, I've read, yep. I'm not a doctor, yeah. but I've read that. How about exercising? Now, I know you exercise regularly. Mm-hmm. I love to do outdoor things yeah, as well. Yeah, too. Absolutely. So one of the things I did for myself at the end of this year is I bought myself one of these new little tight-fitting caps that will fit under my bicycle cap, my bicycle helmet. Hmm. So now with that and the other equipment I already own, I can ride my bike even if it's cold out. Yeah. And stay warm. Yeah, I see people around this area out on their bikes all throughout the winter, mm-hmm. especially on the warmer days. Like I mentioned before, New Year's Day was really warm, so there were people out there. Right. Yeah. So I like to ride bicycle. I like to walk. Um, walking is a bit frustrating for me personally because it takes time, and I'm always feeling like I should be doing something else. Do you ever listen to anything while you're walking? or I sing. Okay, there you no. go. No, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> No, but that's that's a good hint. I could uh, I could read uh, hear about taxes on my iPod yeah, or exactly. something. Get an audio book. Get an audio book. Yeah. Yep. Two but, things at once. <laughs> yes. Now I just read recently. Where did I read this? Some states. I think it's California where they're going to ban kids from using their bicycles while they have headphones on. Really. Yeah, because yeah. they get hit. They right. They hear cars coming. Right. So maybe you shouldn't do it while you're riding a bicycle, but I think it would be okay walking. Yeah, absolutely. So Yeah, maybe I'll try that. Yeah. I like to listen to music. Although I have seen videos of people listening or, or paying attention to their phone while they're walking, and they walk into, you know, pools and yes. <laughs> posts. And <laughs> I've seen that too. Well, you have to be a little bit focused on what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Um what about weight? Weight loss is one of the hardest things, I think, for almost anybody, isn't it? It is, yeah. Um, and like I said earlier, a lot of people go to the gym you know, in January, and then they get frustrated and leave. I think one of the things that I said is to just do it slowly. You don't need to lose 20 pounds in a month. You know, Shoot for one pound, mm-hmm. and then you know, go from there. Yep. I actually weighed myself this morning, and I said, yes, put my <laughs> arms up in the air. Yeah. Because I thought, you know, with stuff that I've been eating over Christmas, yeah. I must have gained some weight, but I hadn't. So it was it's a bad pleased. time of year. <laughs> it is a bad time of year. Well, we have too many temptations. Our our brains are wired to crave certain kinds of food. Uh, things taste good, so we eat them. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, maybe start by simply cutting down on portions mm-hmm. and make a resolution to do that. But if you're going to make a goal to lose weight, Make it specific. Don't just say, I want to lose weight. Uh, say, I want to lose you know, five pounds in the month of January, and I want to lose five pounds in the month of February. Mm-hmm. 
and then think what you have to do to get to there. Right. Um, we've got some good goal-setting documents. If somebody would like a copy of how to set goals and how to make a plan, happy to provide that. Just you know, call the office, 508-998-8858, and I'd be happy to send that to you. Do you have any resolutions this year? Oh, hell yes. <laughs> Too many. <laughs> but I'm going to adopt the plan that we just talked about because yeah. we're doing some uh, long-range planning for the offices mm-hmm. right now, and we're planning to lay out our calendar for the year and what our goals are and what we want to do. I have some great tools for that purpose. Mm-hmm. And, yes, um, I've got uh, weekly sheets. I've got monthly sheets. I've got my yearly plan. Oh, good. Um, but my my main plan is to set aside and focus on just three things that I want to do. Good. And for me right now, I want to focus a lot on my health. My my weight's not bad, but I'd like to lose another 15 pounds, ideally. Mm-hmm. And I definitely want to increase my exercise. Good. And I have perhaps a little bit more motivation than a lot of people because, you know, having been through boot camp many years ago, Mm -hmm. you just tell yourself all the time, if I want to do something, I can do it. Yep. And so um, I think very carefully about everything I'm putting into my mouth. That's the most important thing, I think, in losing weight. I think diet is definitely the most important. Well, I've seen it many, many times in the office. I had... um, one couple in particular, I can remember the guy was perfectly trim. You, you know, he was probably like 160 pounds. He wasn't uh, terribly tall. Mm-hmm. And his wife was easily 250 pounds. Oh, boy. And, you know, she was huffing and puffing. She sat down in the chair, and she was complaining about her knees and explaining that she was going to have knee surgery and have knee replacement surgery. And mm-hmm. all I could think of was, I can tell you why you're going to have to have knee replacement surgery. Oh, yeah. I'm sure she knew. Extra weight. Yeah. You know, I have cats in my house, and one of the things I think about is I bring in these um, 25-pound bags of cat litter. And it's not a huge weight, but I take it and I fling it up over my shoulder because I find that's the easiest way to carry it. Yeah. And once in a while, like I I have lost 15 pounds in Mm -hmm. the last six months. Yep. And once in a while, I think the extra weight that I'd like to lose is like if I had to carry this 25-pound bag of cat litter around with me all day long every single day. That's a lot of weight. It's a lot of weight. Yeah. And for people who are significantly overweight, they need to lose 50 pounds or 100 pounds. Yeah. Think about carrying a couple of bags of cat litter under your arms. And that's the extra weight that you're carrying around every single day. It's amazing. And it impacts your brain. It impacts your, your heart. Your life expectancy, mm-hmm. all those kinds of things. So, make a goal to lose some weight. Um, join Weight Watchers if if you think that will help for you. They they've done a good job for many many people. I've got people in the office that uh, belong to Weight Watchers. Yeah, um, I did the Ideal Protein uh, Diet uh, for a while to get sort of a quick start, and literally in. About a month, month and a half, I lost 15 pounds doing that. And then at that point, you don't feel like you have the appetite to eat quite so much. Right. When you change your habits after a while, you change the habit and the new habit becomes a habit. And so, (laughs) you know, you eat less and then you want to eat less and you don't need as much. So right now, um, you know, I'd, I'd certainly recommend the ideal protein diet and you can, uh, they've got offices in a number of different places. I'm trying to look to see if I can 
uh, find it right now on my phone. If I do, I'll give it to you over the phone. But, no, I don't have that. Weight Watchers has an office on Fonts Corner Road mm-hmm. uh, right next to the uh, Stop and Shop. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're like two doors away from Stop and Shop in that plaza on Fonts Corner Road. Right. And I suspect they'll have a lot of people signing up. But think about doing something very specific, very concrete. Mm-hmm. So we can help you with making a better plan for retirement. Um, Attorney Michael Coleman can help you with making sure your estate plan is done and your estate plan is in order. Yep. Critical, critical things to do. Pick three things, ladies and gentlemen, for your resolution. Yeah. Uh, is it travel? Is it you've been putting off traveling but you always want to do that? Well, pick the place that you want to go and put aside the money and save the money and go do that. Yeah. Yeah. If it's losing weight, well, either do it yourself or join one of the weight loss loss clinics Mm -hmm. and do that i think it's a good idea to write it down i think that's a great idea got to write it down we've got some good forms for that if anybody wants that just give our office a call we'll be happy to send that to you Um, i think an interesting idea would be to write down your resolutions maybe laminate the card that you put it on or a piece of paper and keep that in your pocket so that you always have it with you so you're constantly reminded of what you want to do yep i did that last year yeah um what i did is i wrote down sort of my ideal schedule I wanted to try to get up a half an hour earlier in the morning so I could sit down at my desk and do some writing because I have some writing projects I want to work on. Right. And if you don't allocate the time and make it a part of your schedule, it doesn't get done. Right. We all get busy. Absolutely. Yep. Um, life intrudes. And as I mentioned before, um, if anyone out there wants to come in and meet with us, it's a free consultation. If you do want to come in, give us a call. It's 508-998-8800. Or if you want to visit our website, that's lancelawinc.com. So Mike can give you a free analysis of your estate plan and look at your assets and make recommendations to you. Uh, what we can do at USA Wealth Group is we can help you plan for a better retirement if you're already retired or plan for your hoped-for retirement if you're not yet retired. Um, but start something. Do something. And it starts as simply as doing two things. One, make a list of all of your resolutions that you would like to do in an ideal scenario. Then two, pick three. Just pick three. And then write it down. Be very specific about what your goals are. Mm -hmm. And if it's to get started on your estate plan, then you need to do that. One of the things that I always like to talk about is um, be grateful. Uh, I have an interesting article that I've saved uh, from 2015. It's called An Attitude of Gratitude Brings Better Health. If you're grateful for things that you experience in life, if you can give back to somebody, if you can count your blessings as instead of counting life's annoyances, it brings health benefits. Um, so this is a really interesting, cute little article. be happy to send a copy of that article to anybody who wants it. Send me the article about gratitude be happy to do that you know we do a lot of things in our office every year to try to help other people and um, not only with your your legal issues and your financial issues but just in general mm-hmm. do something for charity this year to make right. that a goal i think that should be on top of everybody's goal list when we do trusts in our office or even in a will if you want to you can always say i want to leave a certain amount of money to to a charity mm-hmm. a lot of times people will do that or right or they could say, you know, in the event that my beneficiaries have 
predeceased me, then I want the money to go to a certain charity. Yep. So. You can join an organization. If you go to mm-hmm. church, become active in your church, do something there. Right. There's always something more you can do. And um, this is a quotation from Wayne Dwyer. Uh, Wayne Dyer, actually, is how you pronounce it. He's a, a writer on a lot of financial topics. Give yourself a gift of five minutes of contemplation in awe of everything you see around you. Go outside and turn your attention to the many miracles around you. This five-minute-a-day regimen of appreciation and gratitude will help you to focus your life in awe. And I try to do some of those things. I mean, none of us is a perfect person in this world. We've all got our faults and our things that we need to change. But, boy, there's so many things that you can do that would make a difference in the life of somebody else. Reach out and help somebody. Mm-hmm. I've, um, I've been fortunate enough to be able to mentor a couple of younger people in my life and to help them when they need help. Yeah. And it makes a difference. Help somebody. I want to give you a quotation from Mark Twain. And uh, 20 years from now, you will be more disappointed by the things that you didn't do than by the ones you did do. So throw off the bow lines, sail away from the safe harbor, catch the trade winds in your sails, explore, dream, discover. That's, that's Mark great. Mark Twain. Yeah. And I think that's a good quotation to uh, begin the new year. And uh, there's one more that I don't have with me, but I remember it because it's taped on my computer. It's from Richard Branson, um, who has, uh, what's the name of the airline? Oh, it starts with a V, doesn't it? Um, Virgin Virgin Airlines. He had Virgin Records for a while. Virgin Records he didn't keep. Virgin Airlines he did. And it says, screw it, just do it. (laughs) I thought that that was Nike. Ladies and gentlemen, have a happy new year. Have a healthy new year. Make some resolutions. Make a plan. And thank you for listening.